This story takes place when I was 10 years old. Uh, it was when my mom had just started a, a job and we were living in our first house that I grew up in, the little house. It was across, it was on the corner across the street from Valley Circle Lane and officially it was Heinrich Road, but we always called it Henrich Road. And across the street on Valley Circle Lane were the G's. And they were about the same age as my parents. They had a daughter who was my age and a son who was a little younger. But one night, Mr. G went out to his uh, garage to look for something, and he had a heart attack. And by the time Mrs. G went looking for him, he had passed away. And so Mrs. G was, was a widow. Mr. G, I like to tell Mike about, is the one who had the Jeep when, that I noticed when I was about three years old. And I put the, the thought in my head that, I'd like to have a Jeep like Mr. G someday. So he's the one who had the Jeep. Across the street from Henrich Road was an old farmhouse, and the family that lived there was a little bit older than my parents. They had five boys, three of whom were grown up and married by the time I came along, so there were just two living at home. And it might sound like I had a, a morbid or, or horrible childhood because I'm going to talk about two deaths in the same story, but really, um, I think they were the only two deaths in my whole childhood. It was the, the newbies who lived across the street with the five boys, and Mrs. Newbie had cancer. And a few months before the story takes place, she passed away. So Mr. Newbie was a widower. Now, my dad took my brothers and me to church every Sunday. We were Catholic. My mom was not Catholic, and she enjoyed that hour of peace that she got uh, with being away from the family or having the family away for that one hour on Sunday morning. So she did not go to church with us. And it was during the time of this story that Mr. Newby from across the street would come over for that hour on Sunday morning and, and talk to mom. He was a recent widower. He needed a sympathetic ear to listen to him, and mom provided that for him. And it was all very innocent. In fact, he was usually still there when we got home from church, but he would leave soon after because it was my mom's sympathetic ear that he was there to, to listen to her or to have listened to him. Now, there was one Sunday when I was not feeling very well, and my mom said that I could stay home from church. And I got a little bit excited because I thought, Mr. Newby's going to come over, and I would get to hear adult conversation. I was obsessed with adult conversation. Whenever aunts and uncles came over, I was always told to leave the room so the adults could talk. I was supposed to go play with my cousins, so I couldn't even go to the next room and eavesdrop as to what they might be talking about. But now, with Mr. Newby coming over, I might get an inkling of what adult conversation was. So I was excited. And sure enough, Mr. Newby came over, and I was not shushed from the room. I got to sit at the kitchen table. The three of us sat there and chatted, and, and Mom gave him a cup of coffee. And the conversation was pretty dull. I was disappointed. They, they chit-chatted, and, and I think I frowned because I was just so disappointed that adult conversation was just you know, not anything special or extra or, or something that I really couldn't have been listening to all along. But then Mr. Newby said, Mary, get me a piece of paper. I heard a joke this week. Well, my ears perked up. I was about to hear an adult joke. I thought, I'm going to remember this joke forever so that when I'm an adult, 
I can tell people about the first adult joke I ever heard. So he got his piece of paper and a pencil, and if you go from right to left here, he drew a picture of three trees. And then he drew a little something next to the right and the bottom of each tree. It looked to me like a rock. And then between the first and second tree, he put a plus sign. And between the second and third tree, he put a plus sign. And then after the third tree, he put an equal sign and then a 10. And then he sat back. And I thought, oh, it's a math problem. And I started studying it. And I thought, well, 10, and there's three trees, but three doesn't go into 10 equally. I wonder what those little lumps are next to the trees. I couldn't figure it out. My mom didn't either, so she gave him a look that said, I give up. He started to laugh, and he said, tree and a turd plus tree and a turd plus tree and a turd equals 10. I was really disappointed. This is it. This is the adult joke, really. It, it, it lowers itself to the level of the bathroom. This is adult conversation. I... I honestly thought it was foolish. And, and my mom, she just gave a polite smile because, quite frankly, that four-letter word is not one that I ever heard in my house when I was growing up. And so I couldn't let on that I thought it was funny, which I didn't. But to be polite, I could have, you know, but I might have gotten sent to the next room. So I, I didn't say anything. And for years, I was convinced that adult conversation was not very uh, impressive or exciting at all until a couple of years ago my mom told me what else was going on at that point in time she said that she had just started her new job and she was the secretary for the only lawyer in town he lived his office was a half a mile away mom would walk there and walk home every day for about the first year till she got a car and one day shortly after she started he said that he had to share some information with her, and he showed her a letter. And the letter was written by Mrs. G from across the street, and she was admonishing the lawyer for his, um, his lack of, of um, uh, well, integrity, for hiring a woman of such poor character that um, because she was having an affair with the man across the street, he came over every Sunday while everyone else was at church. And before my mom could react to this letter, her boss told her that he had already taken care of everything. He had written a letter to Mrs. G. He had called Mrs. G. He had banned her from the law offices and any kind of legal service that she might ever need and had told her that the only person of questionable character would be the lady who would write such a letter about such a woman. And like I say, I heard this story a couple of years ago, and, and I tried to think back to those times to, to see if I could pinpoint when my mom might have changed her attitude about Mrs. G or the way she interacted with her or, or anything, but but there never was that moment. The kids still played together. Uh, Mrs. G was still cordial to us kids. As far as I knew, there was no animosity between them. And um, I'd have to say that even though what Mrs. G had done was pretty foolish, adult conversation has a lot more with what's not being said, I guess, than what you actually hear at the time. And I know my mom would have been too big a person to say this but I'm not.
I think in, in um, light of this whole thing, my mom uh, stood pretty tall. But as far as Mrs. G, I'd have to say she was nothing more than a tree and a turd. Thank you.